a vegan and a vegetarian are jumping off a building and they want to see who hits the ground first. Who wins? Who do you think Dead wins? Meat. Society. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Drew here with Santa's little helper, Ashley. Or the Grinch. <laughs> oh, which would you prefer? Um, well, the Grinch like has more depth. So, <laughs> <laughs> what is Santa's little helper? Well, that's the dog's name in Simpsons. But what is Santa's little helper? Just any elf? An elf that builds things. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I was trying to make a very clever allusion to what we're watching, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Meanwhile, you are listening to New Release, a TV and often this month movie podcast where each week we watch something new. <laughs> you weren't ready for that one. Nope. And Did I say the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> we watch something new and then decide if we want more. Yep. Okay. Well, I, you can't be trusted with the intro anymore. So um... I didn't. I... Okay, I got it next week. I'll have the whole thing. I'll say all of it. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you just say the episode number for now? 193. Woo! Ding, ding, ding. That's a good one. Um, Is it a prime number? Yeah, you tell me. I'm going to say yes. I think it is. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, we'll um, get our research department on that and find out the answer by the end of the episode. It is. Okay. Yep. No, that's all right. That's the end of the episode. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, we have to look back on the last couple weeks because we've been watching some pretty exciting uh, TV programming before we started the Killer Christmas series. So we will have Killer Christmas installment number two momentarily. But um, where are you at in Murder at the End of the World, Ashley? I have not watched. Well, I guess an episode comes out tonight or to, tonight. So I'm up to up to date. Okay. Uh, Me too. Last week. Yeah. We talked about it briefly. You're right. Exactly. Because um, the one we talked about previously ended on a lame cliffhanger, which was the boy sneezing. Thus, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. And then they not only did they like over explain it in the episode, this episode starts with them recapping it, but not as yeah. a recap, just like in the episode. So and she has to explain it to multiple people, multiple characters on the episode. Like, ooh, this is how I know this. Um, just uh, clumsy, clumsy. Yeah, writing. I'm surprised she hasn't been killed yet, to be honest. Well, yeah. I, this that's keeps going back to our, you know, it's all big well, yeah. or, either it's just clumsy or there is some kind of, you know, twist that will at least explain why everyone is being so suspicious and obvious about their motives. And I mean, we know a little bit more than some of the characters, but now she's kind of teamed up with Clive Owen. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of moving on for the time being of him being like the actual suspect. And they're going through like, one by one in interviewing people or triangulating their whereabouts with this like 3d visual visualization that he has of the whole place at every moment, except their rooms conveniently. 
<laughs> or does he? Yeah. Who knows? He probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. So ridiculous. I was a little. I don't know whether I was excited or nervous when I saw that the runtime for episode five is that what we're on? Is that what we're mm-hmm. talking about? Um, yeah. Was an hour fifteen, so it was <laughs> extra long. Uh, but it wasn't like I don't know. They didn't really use that runtime to make it a different type of episode. Um, my favorite dumb part of the episode is <laughs> like now our prime suspect is Clive Owen's wife, right? Yep, Lee. Lee. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the most sophisticated hacker. Although every pretty much everyone is a hacker, but is it so, really Lee? But well, okay. So, what do you make <laughs> of the contents of her backpack? I think she's just trying to escape with her son, and she can't so escape it, with her real name, so she has an alias. Right. So it is really her. Yeah. It's just she's trying to. She somehow got kind of caught up in this life with Clive Owen. Um. Had a kid with Fangs. We mm-hmm. know Clive Owen knows and acts like cool about it because he he's sterile, but he didn't know but she who didn't the father know that was. He knew. Yeah. And she, <laughs> so that was a big, you know, revelation. And and um Darby, of course, is just like telling everyone she can have yeah, <laughs> the worst can. detective. <laughs> yeah, she's got like this really valuable, you know, piece of evidence that 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 kind of uh, highlights motives in various ways. And she's just very liberal with yeah. the information and tells Clive Owen tells Lee and then multiple other people, but Sean, well, Sean dies, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So yeah. her friends who, well, <laughs> her partner in crime who she goes on that uh, snowmobile adventure with, and has to get an emergency tracheotomy, seemingly dies of an infection, which is the most plausible death, like natural death. No, I thought she killed herself. Well, she just, I felt she like she just knew it was coming. She knows she's going to die. But like within five seconds. Yeah, I mean, you're, maybe you're right. So maybe that death wasn't really clear cut either. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so another person's dead. And... Was this the episode where she got like attacked and told to stay silent yeah. or was that okay? No, that's that episode. Yeah. So like that could have been Lee, I guess, but like why is someone so people are aware that you know she is getting closer to some kind of truth or information and they're warning her. She's not adhering to those warnings. Um but the most infuriating part was the end of the episode. And we're going to spoil <laughs> the end of episode five or six or whatever it was for murder at the end of the world. But do you want to describe what happens there? Yeah, she goes to an indoor pool area and it's super cold there because they had to cut down on the heat and everything, electricity. So there's no heat, but for some reason the pool is heated still. Um, yep. And so she's well, waiting for, for... Like, maximum steam and fog and ambience. Yeah. Yeah, for it to look cool. And she's meeting the, an informant um, that'll help her with her case. <laughs> and she decides to go for a swim. And as she's swimming, she's like deep under the water. And then the pool starts to close and it closes on her. She's. So, there's been several. She'll moments get out. In the, she'll get out. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's that's why it's such a dumb cliffhanger. Also, I, I, I get the way I interpreted that was. She was um, ready to let go and and kill herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's been having these thoughts but then for a she while. She regretted it. <laughs> the pool. Yeah, 
Um, there's a crazy um, mystical coincidence that's been happening with the last three things we've watched. Can you can you name what what it is? The last three things. Yeah, like the two movies and this. Yes. Um, it's the, the three things I'm talking about are murder. It's a wonderful knife. And then our feature presentation for today, some cosmic or, um, Oh, the, the Northern lights. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. I never, weird. yeah. Huh? Yeah. I was okay. watching our feature presentation <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, there's a, a, a theme. And they're and, all like important plot points for the most. I mean, less so in murder, but in yeah. knife and the other movie, they like they play a role in the plot. But what were you gonna say? Well, I was to say, and I had dinner the other night at a friend's house, and they were talking about the Northern Lights and how you can see them from the plane. Just there as you like go. a you know, not a movie, yeah. but like I've never talked about the, the Northern air. Lights in my life. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. So I like that little there. campfire scene where they're plotting. A mm. coup or something, and and there's just all this speechifying, like there there is throughout the series, um, but less annoying than in other yeah. episodes for some reason. Um, and it, it was just kind of nice to see the, the other characters, everyone acknowledging something really insane is going on. It's not just Darby. It's not like a horror movie where no one believes her. Mm-hmm. It is like clear to everyone else that something like is rotten and either Clive Owen or Lee or, you know, like the people in charge are the most likely ones to be <laughs> um, <laughs> responsible. So they're all coming together to get to the bottom of it. But then immediately Darby gets trapped under the retractable <laughs> pool um, and the episode yep. ends. Yep. So I guess I'll just have to keep watching. <laughs> yep. We're already over the the point of no return at this point. Because yeah. it's a well, like we've said, it's a well-made show. Her connection through flashbacks with Fangs mm-hmm. is, or Bill is is compelling. I forget what other new info we, we got about their relationship in this episode. But they have I'm still... Yeah. Oh, we hadn't even seen that at, until mm-hmm. now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So... Because I wasn't even sure what the relationship was really until this that episode. They hooked up, and he also is um, getting very scared of how obsessed she is and addicted she is, literally, um, to the case and to other like Adderall and, and and drinking, you know, yeah, substance abuse. We know he eventually became sober, so I don't know whether he's sober at this point or not. I think he is. I mean, he's not drinking at all. Yeah, yeah. So. We don't see him ever drinking and she just has an obsessive personality stays up all night connecting you know her yarn um murder wall <laughs> um pieces together as one does it's very he confronts her yeah yeah and he's like okay we need you know we need to take a break but obviously we know that they don't um we never saw going back to the first episode where they find the garage or they go into the house of the the killer we see him at the top of the stairs, right? Like he comes home or something. Yeah. And, and he, I think we hear a gunshot or something, or there's some type of like, at the very first episode. Yeah. And we didn't, and then it just 
picks back up in the present. So we're going to, I'm guessing, see more about how that confrontation went down eventually. Yeah, because he doesn't Fangs end up or Bill end up in the bathtub with like blood. It cuts to like that scene or something. Oh, which then... is ap- which is after because then he leaves. Yeah, her. yeah. He gets like yeah. too scared and leaves. So something. Yeah. And when does he get um leave pregnant after that? Yes. Yeah, because him and Darya don't speak for seven years or six right. years, and then that time he becomes like that street art or the artist known as Fangs. Yeah. So yeah. um. All right. Well, that's murder at the end of the world. Any other updates um, on your end? Nope. Just watching the Mindy Project. Oh, nice. Oh, I finished Squid Game too. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone win, or is it like yeah. you don't really win? Okay. <laughs> no, they won. They nice. won four point five six million dollars. Wow, that sounds yeah. pretty meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Well, that's, that's fun. Um, I'm still watching The Curse. Wasn't a huge plot development um episode in the fifth one i think but it's still good still all the things i like about it and we're just kind of seeing more and more about you know how flawed like whitney is as a character and asher is you know more pathetic (laughs) every episode (laughs) and dougie is kind of chugging along just kind of checked out but making making their their show so it's um it's i i think the most interesting part at this point is i have no idea where it's going it does look increasingly like the curse is a little bit of a misdirection just kind Mm -hmm. of like you know whether there is anything supernatural happening or not probably not it's um just something that weighs on the characters' minds and effectively, you know, um, has negative effects on them because they are blaming a curse for their, (laughs) for the (laughs) shitty things that are happening instead of, you know, changing their behavior. But um, we'll see. Maybe they keep watching it till it ends. Yeah. I'm kind of waiting. I mean, the easy way out is to like punish the characters. So that's Mm. at one point I, I kept, you know that first episode it's like you think they're going to get in a car accident and something horrible is going to happen but it's actually more disturbing that it doesn't and then later you think their show is going to be a disaster but it's almost more disturbing that it gets Mm. picked up (laughs) and you think dougie (laughs) like um killed a bunch of kids or stole a bunch of cars and 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 (laughs) did something horrible but um he only kidnapped them uh temporarily so okay (laughs) it's not not as bad as it could have been i guess um but yeah something something bad horrible is probably gonna happen at some point great um are you gonna watch poor things yeah i definitely want to see the new that new emma stone movie i love all of your ghost lanthimos's movies yeah i was just thinking that was with the lobster like killing the sacred deer like it looks and i would listen to an interview with william defoe today and then with emma stone two days ago so yeah, she's uh, been um, making the rounds. She's on SNL. I saw some of her. I guess oh, that nice. was not this past Saturday, but the one before. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen her doing a lot of promo for that and the curse. Um, but I'm. It's definitely Emma Stone season. Did you know she was a kid? No, didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Not she's on the curse. She's a two and a half year old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway. nice. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, maybe. There was a little bit of a break in her, you know, career 
mm-hmm. it seemed like. So that that would explain that. Yep. She's a daughter. Just as a, you know. Anyway. Awesome. Um, um, I guess that's all for previously on, right? Yeah. Well, what is this week's feature presentation? It's called There's Something in the Barn. And it's an elf. A really angry elf. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a barn elf. A barn elf, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's probably just the wood. Old buildings, they creak and groan. That's a barn elf. Are they real? <laughs> yes. The barn elf hates changes to the barn. What do you think? No! Maybe it's a child who ran away from home headed to a Nordic death metal festival. It has a beard, though. <laughs> there we go. All right. All right. Um, this is maybe semi-obscure. It's available on digital rental. So whatever your platform of choice for um, a rental is, you can find it. But I don't know. Do we need to explain anything more about the setup before we talk about our reactions or just jump in what do you think i think we should jump in okay um we should also mention that we were planning to watch the sacrifice game and pretty pretty excited to watch to watch that set in the 70s um kind of a a home invasion horror movie or trapped in a school uh, horror movie set at Christmas. But as soon as I sent you the trailer for this and you saw Martin Starr was in it, you were very (laughs) eager to pivot. So what, what made you excited to watch this instead of, instead of our previously scheduled programming? Well, I haven't seen a trailer for the sacrifice game, so I've only seen the poster. Um, Right. But I watched some of the trailer of there's something in the barn and I saw Martin Starr and it doesn't look like, it just looks like a fun horror movie and it doesn't look super low budget. So it's kind of excited to see something with a little bit more money behind it. Yeah. And I would say the tone was fun overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, did it live up to your expectations? It definitely had Martin Starr in it. Um, was yeah. it fun? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. I actually really okay, enjoyed good. it. It was kind of like a C, like a C-rated Gremlins. Like a, like a comparison. Like it had a lot of like... Like a C versus a Gremlins being an A. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I didn't know if you meant like C, a PC thirteen. Oh <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes, PC thirteen. Um, no, I thought it was like really fun and it's kind of exactly what I wanted because it wasn't scary, but the elves were like really interesting and they had that scene where they're all getting like super plastered and that reminded yep. me of Gremlins when they're like in the movie theater and or at the bar. Um, yeah, I just I really enjoyed it. Yeah, there's rules. There's three rules mm-hmm. a la Gremlins that you have to follow not to disturb the barn elf. The barn <laughs> elf is your best ally. He'll chop your wood and and scrape your the snow out of your driveway. Yeah. And keep your farm kind of um, running. Tidy. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, what are the three rules? So bright lights. Nope, no bright lights. No loud gremlins. noises. Yeah, gremlins. No loud noises, and you have to keep the barn the same. They don't like change. Right. So it's there's a really obvious nature metaphor here. They even like um, state it out loud uh, mm-hmm. when they first arrive in Norway. So the only setup I guess we really need to give is that this is 
This is a very Norwegian production. All the names and the the cast and the the credits and the director are Norwegian. <laughs> it seems like, except for Martin Starr. Um, mm-hmm. But from a character standpoint, the main family is American, and so they're not the most obnoxious Christmas vacation American family, but they are naive and and aloof, and they arrive in Norway and see like a moose on the road and they're taking selfies with it. And so when the cop, um, the one cop in the town shows up, (laughs) she's like, don't disturb nature or it'll fuck you up. Yeah. Basically effect. It'll punch Um, you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and that's like the metaphor that's in a lot of these, um, um, kind of like if it's a troll movie or an elf mm-hmm. movie, there's another one called rare exports where people are developing, you know, land that um, is holding an ancient like demon. So the that's right on the surface there, but basically the change rule also establishes like their plan for this property is um their the opening scene of the movie is is Martin Starr's uncle dying. Mm-hmm. Um Jamie had a lot of issues with the movie in general, I'd say, but the the scene um where like it wasn't really established why all of a sudden he was at such a um breaking point with the barn that, elf. Did yeah, that no bother idea. you? Okay. Yeah, because well, at first I was like, oh, it's just an evil elf. And then it's like, well, actually, he's not evil. He just has a couple of rules and he's actually really nice. So then it made yeah. me like sad that, you know, it got to that point with him, with the, with his uncle that they had to, the elf yeah. had to kill him. Sorry to keep bringing up Slotherhouse on this podcast, but <laughs> it did have a little bit of a Slotherhouse problem yeah. where the barn elves are clearly nicer or i don't I, well you don't really know who to root for and you don't like all mm-hmm. of a sudden all the other barn elves that that you know are getting plastered and stuff one they can just break the rules no consequences it doesn't seem yeah. to matter anymore but maybe that's because <laughs> they're drunk but two now we're seeing like the barn elves getting slaughtered and we're seeing i know the cop get killed like we don't really want anyone to to have to die all of mm-hmm. a sudden, like 40 minutes in, it actually becomes a horror movie. Right. Um, with violence, yeah. at least. Um, and you like the friendship that he gets, he has with the elf. So you're just like, uh. Yeah. It made me appreciate how clever Gremlins is about mm. that because Gizmo gets to stay nice yeah. and pure. The other ones were already a little, I guess, I guess it is similar because Spike and, and, and crew like had a bad heart or had an yeah. evil like spirit from the start because they trick him into breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. But Gizmo was always good. And so I guess like humans, there can be some, you know, ambi or some some character differences between Barnell, like from one Barnell to the next. And the main yeah, and the main Barnell ends up becoming good again and like helping the family. So you're like, yay. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Yeah, and they have to shoot the other ones. No. <laughs> right, and then the other ones die. So um, or they blow them up or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, it's that, that that's a little harder to like enjoy mm-hmm. when you are conflicted about how you feel about all the the violence. But um, for the most part, the tone of the movie makes you, you don't have to worry about that too much. Yeah. Uh, 
so well, and I'm, I would say I felt bad for the elf in the end. I thought I thought the best situ- solution would be they blew up his barn and so he has no home. It's like okay, we'll put him in these like fake houses with like fake elves. And I was like, I don't like. I think they should just rebuild a barn for him, like a nice yep. barn, and that's like his. It doesn't have to be that big giant thing, but it'd be like a nice little barn by their house, and like that's it. Yeah, are they going back to America at the end? I don't think so. No. So they're just gonna stay in the house, but he doesn't have a barn there. Yeah. Yeah, that that is <laughs> So he's gonna stay he's gonna stay in town in those fake houses and they're gonna live in the nice, beautiful real house and then this won't have a barn. I thought he was gonna I thought they were gonna leave. Yeah, because otherwise uh-huh. that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like their plan was to move into the big house and somehow um, in the course of a year, turn this this completely. I mean, it's a really um, large, impressive barn with a nice loft, but it has zero, like <laughs> you know, um, finishing done to or a it. Bed and so breakfast, yeah, yeah, they're going to turn that into an Airbnb <laughs> and, like, you know, lure people to the town, to the quaint like town. So there's also that aspect mm. of why they're going to be punished for the the change doesn't seem like the town is super stoked no. about about that well and that's why they i'm good that's why they're so they're staying because he mentioned because martin star was just like oh yeah like we can't have the elf here because live here because we'll just piss them off again that's what he <laughs> well, said so they learned nothing yeah that's that'd be <laughs> mad i was like okay you can yeah that's, told you guys <laughs> that's that's not that's not great i kind of misinterpreted the ending it sounds like to where yeah. it actually made it a little better <laughs> yeah yeah um because i thought they were like okay we are not cut out for life here we're mm-hmm. gonna go back to america we tried we actually bonded as a family and had to had one of their top three best christmases somehow right. <laughs> <laughs> um because uh, their mother died, and so now it's like they're the the wife character in this is their you know stepmom, mm-hmm. and so that's like you know the typical icy relationship between stepmother and and kids and teen kid teen daughter who has a pretty nice little moment with her where she's like that's uh, that's what how I'm supposed to treat you that's how I show that i that i like you by it's already been accepted by being an asshole yeah yeah um did you like the the kids i mean it sounds like you like the the young boy who i like the the elf the little boy in the elf relationship the best the daughter wasn't a very good actress so that was distracting Uh, i think they had accents and sometimes they dropped i mean you know they were american characters but Mm -hmm. her speech sometimes seemed a little stilted unless i was just reading too much into it yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really remember. I just was. Yeah, she was okay. Didn't care for the mom. Didn't really care for Martin Starr. But I like the boy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, Martin Starr. His character is terrible. <laughs> is it's it's funny. Like he's not outwardly evil or bad. He is just clueless, and that yeah, can almost be the worse. Time. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, he keeps like dismissing everything that's that's happening as chalking it up to i don't know maybe there were just foxes in the house knocking over the dishes and kicking me down the stairs right (laughs) (laughs) and his wife the whole time is like no this is uh this is serious they of course don't believe their son that there's a barn elf um causing all this but that's pretty that's what you expect for this type of movie 
yeah. And I did like when the elf caught all the other elves. This is like gargoyle noises or whatever. And then all of them came through the mountains. I was like, that's kind of, that was cool. I didn't expect there to be more than one elf. <laughs> yeah. And there's this one, the most likable character is the guy who runs that little yeah. tourist village that no one ever goes to. And he mm-hmm. kind of explains the history of the barn elf and the rules, but he's never seen one. And seem- somehow, even though there's hundreds of them <laughs> in the forest, no one in town's ever seen one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. I mean, I guess. They say uh, hidden, I guess. Because I don't know. If maybe the ones in the forest don't live in barns. They're actually like in the forest and you just like don't see them. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Like, do they all have barns? They're all barn elves, I guess. No yeah, one's ever it, seen any of them. <laughs> that that definitely doesn't add up. Um, yeah. I mean, they could just be elves and only a few of them get domesticated to the point where <laughs> they can cohabitate a human's yeah. barn, a human family's barn. Okay. And that's be a very precarious relationship because of the way humans <laughs> obnoxiously, <laughs> I guess, um, you know, uh, uh, make noise and <laughs> develop things. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, it didn't really bother me that the family wasn't likable per se. Um, I thought the the general tone, like you said, uh, was on the fun and happy go lucky side. Definitely a knockoff of Gremlins, but mm-hmm. not necessarily in a bad in a bad way um or like you know could be worse (laughs) things to knock off (laughs) and so yeah i compared to it's a wonderful knife which just had no real redeeming qualities Mm -hmm. other than the northern lights um and that was you know (laughs) only redeeming for us it uh it was a nice palate cleanser from that tonally so i am glad we watched something more fun and um I don't know. Did you think any of the violence or action was was interesting? Like mm. when it kind of became a horror movie? Well, I liked when they killed the police officer and the blood spurted everywhere. I yeah, they run her cool. over with a snowmobile. Her own snowmobile, yeah. Yep. <laughs> like that was good. I thought the hanging Santa dressed up, the blood dripping down. But it wasn't scary at all. It was just like no. comical, campy gore. So yeah, early on in the movie, you think they're kind of going to kind of drag out like the tension of finding mm-hmm. an elf in the barn, but the kid finds him right away immediately, yeah. is giving him cookies. <laughs> and the opening sequence with the uncle also just kind of, yeah, isn't tense and drawn mm-hmm. out. It just kind of happens and then escalates. And then he's jumping out of <laughs> a window on fire all of a sudden. Yeah. But, yeah, which Martin Starr failed to tell his family about because um, he didn't want to freak him out. So yep, yep. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I I I liked it. I wanted a little more of the humor to land or the mm-hmm. violence to be memorable, but it was definitely enjoyable. Didn't have to pause a dozen times. Like it's a wonderful knife. That was no mouse in the house. Yeah, the mouse is out of the house, um, as reported last week. But do you have a mouse update? Um, well, I think he ate some of the rat, po- the mouse poison, but I don't know where he is. So oh he might be dead somewhere in the house. I, 
I guess that's one of the arguments against poison is um, then they die in your house potentially. Well, I thought <laughs> they'd stay in the trap, out. but <laughs> he didn't. They just so. had a nibble. Um, yeah, so we don't really know. Okay. okay. Surprise. Well, <laughs> yep. Um, keep us posted if there's any news. Uh, <laughs> um, it's it's you know it's not an uncommon occurrence. So everyone's dealing with Christmas mice <laughs> this <Yeah>. time of year. <laughs> um what was i gonna bring oh so when we get to the don't want more portion what watching this don't want more (laughs) do we want more (laughs) my hand there uh Um, nope (laughs) this got me thinking like now that i've mostly gone through a lot of the horror uh, christmas horror classics Mm -hmm. it's there hasn't been very many good ones in the last few years um Last year, did you watch Violent Night for that? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I really liked that one. We talked yeah. about it in the podcast. Well, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I, I know we did it, and we were doing a bunch last year, so it blurred together. But I couldn't remember um, if you if you watched that one. So mm-hmm. that was definitely one of the better examples. Um, I know we talked about Better Watch Out for the podcast. Have you ever seen that one? Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, that's a good one, but I don't know. Like, I guess expecting like one really good one a year is a lot because there's been like two or three in the last 10 years based on my quick <laughs> research. So if we do this every year and we only watch new ones, I just mean we might have a little bit of a, of a tough, tough sledding ahead. We can watch some older ones too. Okay. Um, that might come into play on, um, coming soon, but how do you what else do you want to say about the movie or do you want to move into um uh do we want more do we want more okay um no (laughs) i liked it though but i don't need more of this type of movie or more of this movie i guess in general yeah what about killer elf movies i could be down i mean i think there it's interesting i like the backstory i like i like to hear like what happens and how they become evil or or if they even had like a killer elf movie that was like they were super evil and there was no redeeming quality i would like that right yeah like just go i think they do have some like there's a movie called elves they might be like nazis i can't remember um, oh so that's a good go-to for when you want <laughs> an uncomplicated <laughs> villain but uh yeah i don't know i definitely don't need there's some things in the barn or barn too, but um, yeah, I, I, I really liked, I forgot to mention, I definitely liked that they filmed on location or in mm-hmm. a, you know, Norwegian location. It felt like a really uh, lived in, you know, real area, the town, maybe not so much. I don't, I don't know how that was, um, where that was filmed, but like the the landscapes and everything was like beautiful, snowy mountains and and um, roads and and things like that. So I'll take more foreign Christmas horror. One of the other best ones is um, Rare Exports, which I've mentioned, a Finnish mm. um, horror uh, Christmas horror movie. Um, but yeah, I think we're good on this franchise yeah <laughs> <laughs> after one 
the wiki? Um, let's see. Oh, the other one that has come out in the last 10 years that I wrote down here is Anna and the Apocalypse. Have you seen that one? Um, I stopped watching it. Because <laughs> you hate musicals? It was just not... I don't think I was in the mood to watch it or something, and I just like, couldn't get into it. I think I stopped watching when they were like, at the bowling alley, which is pretty early on. So Yeah. Well, it's an apocalypse <laughs> movie, a Christmas horror movie, and... Well, and a zombie movie, and a musical. So it's a lot. Yeah. But it it's pretty lot. fun. Maybe I'll give it a try, but probably not. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess we're we're a no and do we want more? Um yeah. I I the reason I did that little small amount of research is because it just got me worried that like, do we want more <laughs> killer <laughs> Christmas? And we asked that question last week and and obviously we wanted to keep going, but um yeah. last year I don't I don't think you loved Christmas Bloody Christmas, the one mm-hmm. about the animatronic Santa, or did you like that one? Oh, it was a, it was okay. Yeah, I had really high hopes for that one. I, I thought that one was done in like a really interesting, grungy, um, cinematic way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There, uh, maybe I'm just kind of disillusioned a little bit with this year's options compared to last year's because Violent Night was great. Yeah. I liked um Christmas we did Black Christmas, Christmas. Didn't we? Yeah, but that was old. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I'm just saying so, in general, like the movies were yeah, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we might have to dig back into our um our um bag of of past films for <laughs> the future. Um are you ready for your Kriller Christmas movie title game? Yes, I am. Okay. Um are we doing a gift shop? Do you want to do that first? Well, I already know what we're going to do. Okay. Well, let's do that first then. We're just going to... So each week we watch something and then we sell it in our gift shop um, themed from that movie. I think we should have little figurine elves of ourselves, like ornaments to put on the tree. Oh, Ashley Elf. Yeah. Not just me, but yeah. And Drew Elf. And we'll even make a Derek Elf without his consent. It's fine. Derek Elf. Um... Cool. Yeah, those are great. Have you ever played played? I don't know if that's the right word for it. Your um new baby is probably too young for elf on the shelf. Right. <laughs> but we didn't would, do that as kids. Like I that no. came after us, right? Yeah, way after. And I don't want to okay. do that. Oh, so you're not allowed to put our Ashley elves on the shelf? I mean, I can put them on the shelf, but I'm not gonna move them around and make I think that'd be so scary. If I was a kid and I was like, where's the elf going to be tomorrow? You know, like, I don't know. Seems, I don't know. Seems scary okay. to me. So nope. I'm not going to move Put it around. in the oven if you're so scared. Okay, I'll melt it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's our gift shop for this week. I need, uh, I meant to dig up some theme music for the movie title game, but I'll do that for next week. So okay. are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. We have four options yet again, and some combination of them are real and fake. That's all I'll say. Some common. Okay. Got it. Option number one. And did you, are you going to guess as we go or at the end? At the end. Okay. Unholy night. That's option one. Oh, I'll guess as we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think that's a real movie. Okay. Real. Um, Hell's Elves. Fake. Death Simber. Oh my gosh. Real. Okay. And last 
option Santa clown is coming to town. Fake. <laughs> are you, are those your final answers? Yes. Can you tell me how many real and how many fake there are? Is it two, two and two? two? Okay. Yeah. Those are my final. Okay. Did what, did you get, right? what did you get last week? One? One. None? Okay. One. Well, you are a hundred percent this week. <gasps> Yay. <laughs> What's my prize? Um, you can have an elf. Okay, perfect. Okay, great. <laughs> and best prize on no shelves. Um, yeah, Unholy Night. I don't know if I've ever heard of that one. Um, so nothing to say about it. Hell's Elves. I liked that one. I came up with. <laughs> but, well, you, so that's so I knew that was fake because you tipped your hat earlier when you said some other elf movie and you didn't see this one. Mm, and you're like, yeah, I don't really know about elves movies, but there's like this one that came out. This called called this, and I was like, oh, dang. that means this one's fake. So blow it. Yeah. Um Death December again, don't know what it is. That's <laughs> we should rate these how on um whatever scale you want, how how good are these puns for the real movies? Unholy Night and Death December. I think Unholy Night's great. Death is terrible. I think okay, so <laughs> this is obviously very subjective because you like Death the other. December is just weird. I mean, he wouldn't have I wouldn't have come up with that one. It's 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 a more creative pun. Why isn't it my... like December or something shorter? <laughs> you know, like that's like adding one letter. Fair, fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I it's just it's dumb, but I give it points for originality. Or like, this member, but spelled like D E C member. Yeah, but we already had a Christmas to dismember. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. December, I think, is better. <laughs> okay. That's that December. Could work. Um, that would have been a good fake one. <laughs> Santa Clown's and, coming to town is pretty good. That's the Jamie um nice creation. So <laughs> thank you um for playing again this week. You have quickly improved. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to step up my game next yep. week and not tip my hand at any point mm-hmm. lastly we have coming soon so next week we could go back to sacrifice game that's an option um but i have two posters for you to look at here Ooh, a creature was stirring it looks like a hedgehog i guess <laughs> a werewolf yeah, it's a weird poster because um, I've seen the trailer for the movie. The the it's kind of like um the creature and upside down like uh, in poster form. Not mm. it doesn't look like the creature, but it's like a silhouette of something hovering over a a, a house. But it's like um, a porcupine werewolf hybrid. Yeah. Yeah, which kind of reminds me of that Australian, or was it Australian or the New Zealand movie that was terrible? Razorback. Yeah, so (laughs) I'm gonna say no to that. Okay. I actually want to really want to watch the sacrifice game that we skipped. Okay, good because Santa Stein, um, (laughs) which is Santa. (laughs) This would have been a good one to make up, but it's Santa meets Frankenstein. Oh, Um, that's the (laughs) that's the name. This one looks campy and like at 80s nostalgic kind of stranger things um inspired uh tone mm. but it's actually not going to be out it looks like until the 19th so that would be pushing it for our schedule so sacrifice Yay. game should be a nice um another you know like we said it's a 
it's set in the 70s so it should have its own distinct feel from the ones we've watched uh, and then at the end of the month we definitely did we only watch silent night deadly night uh, yep. remember yeah so the, we have mm-hmm. the second movie in that franchise and the third and the fourth and the fifth <laughs> um, <laughs> and then two other completely unrelated movies named silent night or with silent night in the name um i don't know oh Keira knightley yeah that one might be my top choice lily rose Depp. yeah um it's like a dinner party i think just just movie with probably kind of like tense dialogue and conversation Mm -hmm. i don't think it's gonna be very action-packed um (laughs) But I definitely I was really excited to watch it last year and didn't get around to it. So that one would be near the top of my list. And I definitely think we need to every year that we do this, watch at least one more Silent Night, Deadly Night movie <laughs> since there's so many okay. of them. So and the second one was uh came out in 1987. Yep. I actually like I enjoyed that because it was so like ridiculous. I liked that one. So, yeah, Um well, uh, if you can hear that music, you know that we're probably wrapping up. So if you want to follow along for the rest of the Killer Christmas episodes, then subscribe to the podcast by searching New Release Podcast on Apple or Spotify or any other podcast platform. Ashley? Uh, that's a barn elf. And I hope I didn't offend anyone too much with a joke earlier, but it's pretty funny. That's yep. it. Well, if it's cut, <laughs> then people are going to be dying to know what it was. Depending on <laughs> if it's in, then they will. Um, then you're forgiven. Okay, um, perfect. <laughs>